This is where normal comes to die. Mediocrity meets its final demise, and the status quo is unabashedly dismantled. Welcome to Reinvention Radio. Now, here's your host, Steve Olsher. Alrighty, welcome back here to Reinvention Radio. And when I say welcome back, I mean welcome back to me. Yeah, welcome. <laughs> What's up, Rich Fiote? Oh, man. Uh, how Mary Galay. Uh, how am I sitting? It's not even a sitting thing. We'll talk about that in a second. Let me just uh, do a little housekeeping here. Mary Galay is out uh, doing her volunteer work in the world. We love you for that, Mary Galay. We'll see you next week. And uh, White Wade's holding it down in the studio. Howdy, howdy. What's up, Wade? Howdy, howdy. And uh, Richie Ote, what is going on, my friend? So uh, welcome back to me. Yeah, it is true. I am, uh, I am back. Good to be back. And uh, I actually feel like I got my voice back um, pretty close to where it was. I, uh, I'm feeling about 90% for those who have been following the, um, the Steve Olsher saga. Uh, that is the, the fun stuff that's been going on in uh, the bottom part of my body. Uh, I had some precancerous stuff taken out of uh, my cecum. And I would be the first to admit that uh, before all of this, I didn't even know what the cecum is. And uh, I don't think that's how I would have pronounced it if uh, somebody had shown it to me on the chart. Do you, do you know what the cecum is? Uh, do you oh, know where going, it is? We're going into this We right have to now. go into this. I mean, we, we, come on. Let, let's, I'm let's glad this is in video. Speed. That's all I got to say. <laughs> I know the, uh, the video you don't want to see of all this. So where are you going? Do you know where the cecum is? Do you know where it is? Yeah. Where? Do you know what it connects to? Because I didn't know. Like, I'm, I'm not fucking with you. Like, I'm serious. Like, do you, do you know where it is? Do you know what it connects to? Do you know all of that stuff? Generally. Yes. Come on, Richie, tell I, me. Not, I didn't know. I should have prepared no, you don't like, have to before prepare. that we were going into the cavity. Of course uh, we are going to bring people up to speed. We're, going. Ca- we're going where no person should ever go. <laughs> Although, evidently, some people by choice, by profession, choose to go there. And that's always, that always kind of boggles my mind. Like, you know, yeah, when they're in school that's... and they're like... Okay, so you can specialize in absolutely anything. You can do anything you want. You're going to be a doctor. What do you want to specialize in? Uh, Let's go straight to the asshole. And those are the proctologists. But yes, Wade, you're jumping on your chair already. If I had to make a wild guess, okay. Are you looking online? You're looking online, right? I I see you looking at the monitor. You're looking where the the cecum is. The cecum would be the first part of large intestine continuous (laughs) with the ascending colon blind intestinal pouch. About seven point five <laughs> centimeters long. And just to guess, just to guess, that's that's head. pretty impressive, man. I'm uh, I'm sorry to see your medical degree has not gone to good use, but uh, so what's interesting is uh, so I've been going in for colonoscopies for a number of years, and over the years they've found polyps, and I, and people are like, well, wh- wh- why did you start going going in for colonoscopies? Like, why why would you do that? Uh, well, my uh, my father had prostate cancer. My grandfather had prostate cancer. So uh, I actually didn't know this. And Wade, actually, you and my dad share this in common. I don't want to spill the beans here on you. But I actually didn't know until we talked about it before the show here that uh, you had your prostate removed. Yeah, yeah. I had prostate cancer. Uh, well, it was diagnosed in 2013. And yeah. over the course of 2013, had the operation. Mm-hmm. had been through radiation. Uh, everything seems to be stabilized. And Good. You know, just to encourage you, you know, fortunately, you haven't had anything that dramatic. But you just adjust to a new normal. Mm-hmm. So um, there have been, you know, general family issues uh, around the region. Uh, but that's not why I went in. I actually went in. Um, sorry, folks, if you don't want to hear this, plug your ears, turn, the, turn down the mute, whatever you got to do here. They already um, did. They already did, I know. So we lost you guys. <laughs> uh, but for those who are still listening, thank you. Uh, but no, I actually had blood in my stool back around 2012, 2011, something like that. That's what spurred me to go get the first check. 
And uh, and sure enough, they found uh, they found polyps uh, that they were able to easily remove in that first colonoscopy. Now, had I not had blood in my stool, I probably never would have gone. I mean, mm. I never would have known, and the blood wasn't actually caused from uh, from the polyps. Do you ever get like veggie juice at? Like V eight or something like that. Yeah, yeah, sure. But have you ever gotten the real, the real one, like the at one a store where they, the one that tastes like crap? Yeah, yes, because it's like got that. real beets in it. <laughs> yes. And have you ever gone to the bathroom after you had one of those and you, you look, look like no, and you're I just don't. like whoa. <laughs> like if you did, like the first time I got one of those like real beet juice ones, <laughs> not a V eight, but real beet. Like the red dye, it's you could you ever cut it on a cutting board? You'll yeah. see. It's like it's a it's, beautiful shade of crimson. Yeah. But you do that in about you know a few hours later. You go use the restroom, and you're like, Uh-oh. holy crap, what's wrong? Like, like the first time that crap. happened, you're literally thinking, I'm bleeding. Yeah. You know, it's just beat. No, that's um, the, the closest I come to that is just with the asparagus. And then when you pee later, you're like, oh, that's right. I had asparagus. In high school, unique. they did that. In our science class, they said, We're gonna, everyone's going to eat asparagus, and tomorrow you're just going <laughs> to let us know what. And it was like 50%. Mm-hmm. It's some sort of gene. Oh, like, not everybody gets not that everybody when you eat asparagus? That. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, so I didn't know, literally I did not know like, that. I don't know the exact percentage, but I want to say it was like 50% of the class would report it back. Oh, yeah, that was... Wow. All right, well, whatever the gene is, I definitely have that. Mary's so, probably so, happy she missed today. I know Mary's like, yeah, yeah, good day to miss. No, Mary's... We're going to be sitting down with Steve Sims here very soon. That'll be a fun interview. Uh, and so, no, Mary should have been here for that. She, she loves Steve. He's a uh, wild and crazy No, I'm talking guy. about this part. This part, for sure. So, 2012, they found some stuff. I went back for a follow-up. Nothing. I went back for a follow-up. Nothing. Uh, so that's good. Clean, clean bill of health. And then I had blood in my stool again, uh, I don't know, about six, eight months ago or whatever it was. And, uh, it turns out, uh, you know, again, T- TMI here, sorry folks, but you know, we're, we, we aim to serve here. If anything, this would be a PSA for making sure you stay up on your checkups. Cause that stuff's real, you know, and, and I'll go into a little bit about this in a second here. Um, but reality is, uh, it didn't come from, from that region at all. It actually happened to be from, a good old-fashioned hemorrhoid, uh, and that's where the blood was coming from. But I didn't know that, right? So when they went in this last time, they're like, uh, yeah, you have that, hemorrhoids, and, because I sit too damn much, evidently, and, by the way, not only do you have polyps, uh, but you've got one in your cecum that we can't take out because it's too big and we're worried about it. So here, go see the surgeon, and the surgeon's going to take it out. Okay, go see the surgeon. The surgeon says, uh, yeah, Steve, I mean, you know, look, this is, this is a precancerous growth. Like, there's... No doubt at all in our minds that if you leave this in your body, it will turn into cancer, right? Hands down. And I was like, well, geez, okay. So obviously I don't have much choice around this. He's like, yeah, but it's not just as simple as taking that stuff out because the cecum is connected to the appendix. So we not only need to take out the cecum, we need to take out the appendix. So I will never have appendicitis again, or ever for that matter, right? Because they had to take that out. But then... Because it's four inches of the colon, pretty small piece in the scheme of things, but four inches that they had to take out, take out the appendix, they then had to reroute the plumbing, right? So I was pretty much out of it for about four days. Like, and the guy told me, he was like, yeah, it's probably going to be three to five days. Like what, at home, resting? No, three to five days in the hospital. Hmm. It's like, seriously? He's like, yeah, you got to take this. I mean, this is not a small procedure. So... Anywho, it was uh, it was uh, two weeks ago, almost uh, about a week and a half ago now, and uh, and I did. I, I spent uh, three nights there. Came home. Procedure was Monday. I came home late Thursday night. Didn't feel like uh, spending another night in the hospital. I thought it was 
good enough to go home and uh, just been pretty much healing ever since. But the uh, surgery went well and finally got my voice back, got most of my energy back and uh, didn't take a pain pill today. So that's uh, so that's a good thing. But uh, I, I will just simply say this, which is things happen for a reason, right? And the, and the blood in the stool had nothing to do with these polyps because they don't bleed. So it was one, it was causation from another factor. And fortunately, if I didn't have that blood, I never would have won it. You know, I never would have won it. Wait, yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to, you know, second that. Um, I actually had thought I'd had a heart attack for various and sundry reasons back then. And so I just spontaneously went to a doctor's visit and he goes, you know, you're 50 years old. Let's do a 50,000 mile checkup. Mm. And that blood work brought the PSAs to their attention. Oh, the PSA level for you right. was high. Oh, oh, the it number was like was off high. the chart. Whoa. And so, um, but again, just a point of if I hadn't gone in for something completely different, but yeah. simply had the routine blood check done. Yeah. Right. And, and it was severe enough. That happened in February, and I was on the operating table in June. Wow. Right? Okay. So go get tests done. Yeah. You know, maintain, you know, keep an eye on these things. And then I'm assuming it's because it's raining today you passed on riding your motorcycle in. <laughs> you know, it, it's funny. I actually haven't ridden, ridden, rode, rode my motorcycle for, God, I don't even know, about seven, eight months already. Oh, ah, okay. With other for other reasons, but yes, I will. I, you know, I mean, yes, with the discomfort and all that, and uh, the rain that certainly helped. But with the discomfort, riding on the bike uh, probably would not have been a great idea. But interestingly enough, they went in uh, laparoscopically, and so um, there's actually nothing going on on the on the on the bottom side. It's all straight through the belly button. Uh, that there that area is a wreck. But uh, but uh, I could I could have ridden if. Uh, if it hadn't rained and my wife wasn't a funeral director and tells me that pretty much once a week somebody ends up on her table uh, that ended up with just, uh, you know, just an innocent ride. And uh, it actually what scares me about that the most is she says the majority of the people and actually Steve, Steve is a pretty active writer. And this is uh, we'll talk to Steve about this here in a minute. Uh, but what she says is that a lot of the people that ends up on her table from motorcycle accidents are actually people who have been riding for 20, 30, 40 years and just some dumbass you know, clips them and you're going 70 miles an hour on a touch of a bumper on your back tire and helmet or no helmet. I mean, all it does is, as she puts it, all the helmet allows you to do is to hold, to, to really hold an open casket ceremony. You know, that uh, that's that's basically all the helmet will do. Well, with just a few seconds, had a friend in college, rode a motorcycle, was riding home late at night. Girl put, pulled up to the stoplight, looked left. Looked right and drove right over him. Oh, went right through the light anyway. All right, well, just she thought it. Oh, he was in front of her. Invisible. He was crossing, oh. and she t-boned him. Oh, Jiminy! Right after yeah. pulling up to the stop sign, looking right, looking left, <laughs> nothing's here, and just except this motorcycle. Yikes! And just drove right over him. All right, so this uh, episode here of Reimagined Radio has been a PSA for a whole number of things, but at the very least. Uh, you know, please make sure you to, well, just go and do what you got to do there to go get that clean bill of health because we love you and we love you listening here to the show. We'll talk to you next time here on Reinvention Radio. Take care. You just got dismantled. Thanks for listening to Reinvention Radio. For more information about the show and your host, Steve Olsher, visit ReinventionRadio.com. 
Attention coaches, authors, speakers, and business owners. Please pay close attention to what I'm about to say if you want to secure massive visibility fast and generate thousands of highly qualified leads without spending a dime on advertising or marketing. The easiest way to make this happen is to appear as a guest on the world's most popular podcast. We recently came across an awesome resource that provides detailed contact information for 240 new media influencers who are looking for guests just like you. It's called the Ultimate Directory, and for a limited time, you can get the preview edition of the directory absolutely free. That's right, for free. It's time for you to get the visibility you and your business deserve and connect with the world's leading icons of influence who can make you famous with the push of a button. Get your free preview edition of the Ultimate Directory right now at www.myultimatedirectory.com. That's myultimatedirectory.com.